Hey, what's up, everybody? Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez-Ray. And you've just joined us on This Is Real. Yeah. What's, yes. your, what's your story a little bit, right? Because I, I heard her story, and I'm saying, but what's yours, right? Because how do you even, how do you, how do you like, okay, girl, all wild one, okay. <laughs> you know, it's so amazing that God put us together. Uh, I grew up, like she said, Beaver Cleaver. You know, I never even got a detention in school. I never smoked marijuana. I never used drugs. And I always thought it was uh, That's really a testimony ironic. In itself. Yes, it God is. has a sense of humor, right? Uh, that God called a dude who had never smoked marijuana to minister to drug addicts and run mm-hmm. halfway houses yeah. and wow. do prison ministry. Uh, but, you know, you were talking about that just a little bit right yeah. now. Like Paul said, when I'm a base, then I abound. Yeah. You know, when I yeah. when I'm in a lack, then I've got to rely on Him completely. Yes. and I've had to do that. And, and early in our ministry, because we opened the doors through a church, I had no clue what I was doing. Right? She'd yeah, been totally. in ministry for years, uh, and God put us together in a miraculous way. Uh, and we knew we were supposed to start a church in Little Henderson, Texas, a little tiny small town. We had no friends, no family, knew no one there. We had just moved there. No splinter group from another church, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. way most people yeah, start yeah. churches, right? Um, and, and so we opened this church, and immediately drug addicts started coming in. Yeah. And I really kind of had a, a, a struggle with my insecurity about that. It's like, how am I going to reach them? How am I going to be able to fill these needs? And kind of like we were talking about in the devotional, Jesus was without sin, but he ministered to the prostitute. He ministered to the to the prisoner. He yeah. ministered to the, the lost and the broken and the demon-possessed, right? And so if we have the mind of Christ, we can reach anyone. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's amazing. I grew up in church, but I didn't know God, like she was saying. We both grew Isn't up that, in church, like, I still think that happens so much. Yes. yes, and I even knew the word. I mean, my mom had plaques, scriptures all over the house yeah. that I still retain to this day. Uh, there's there's power in that, man. Oh, it's totally. You didn't go to my... detention. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that, that was the proof of the result right there. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, but I, I was always searching for something, and I knew I needed God. And when I went in college to a spirit-filled church service yeah. with some friends of mine that actually I probably looked down on because they were jocks and I was a nerd, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I definitely yeah. know more than they know. Yeah. And then they took me to these spirit-filled churches, and I was just so hungry spiritually that I, I told her uh, the, this story recently. She'd never heard it in 26 years of being together. Um, I was in a spirit-filled church in a revival for the first time, and in the middle of the service, I just stood up and raised my hand. <laughs> And the pastor didn't know what to do. And he looked at me and said, yes, young man. I said, I feel like I got to say something. He said, well, go ahead. I said, just feel like these chains have come off. I was getting delivered right come there on. in the church service without anyone laying hands on me. It was just the and word of God Listen, the this is the thing. Even Beaver Cleaver needs deliverance. Yeah. Oh, no, come on. Everybody. Right. You know, on. and so you don't even, you well, don't even whole, know it. That's the whole process. The yes. process is a whole process thing. Yeah. And, and yes, I believe in yeah. instantaneous things because obviously God, God is God. He can do anything. Yes. Even yeah. when I hear, because even now you were talking and I was thinking, hmm, you know, I think everybody goes from a no of to a no. And I, I think you can't remove the no of because there's a lot of times that we like maybe we're like oh our parents did it like this but because of that you 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 learned a lot of things you know I feel like yeah. it's all necessary in the grand scheme of things like yes. we can't be like well you know that was completely wrong you needed to do it like this right. because yeah. the reality was you said you had a beaver clearer life right yeah. so you have this testimony that even though you knew of you knew of enough to continue for you to continue to wind up right. at a place that was yeah. a revival service because if you didn't right. know of at all Are you ready to take your relationships to new heights? We'd like to invite you to the most anticipated event of the year, the Love Wins Conference. Join us February 9th and 10th for an unforgettable weekend filled with love, laughter, and growth. 
Whether you're newlyweds, celebrating years of bliss, or going through rough patches, this conference is designed to reignite the flame and strengthen the foundation of your relationship. We've put together a team of relationship experts who will share their wisdom and strategies for navigating the twists and turns of your marriage. From communication to intimacy, conflict resolution to emotional connection, our speakers will empower you with the tools you'll need for a lifelong fulfilling partnership. Get ready to roll up your sleeves and participate in interactive workshops where you'll dive deep into your relationship, uncover hidden truths, and explore new ways of building trust and intimacy. You'll learn practical techniques that will help transform your relationship for the better. And it's not just about learning, but also about creating memories together. Join us for our loved ones prom night. It's designed to strengthen your connection and reignite the spark. This is a chance to break away from the daily grind and rediscover the joy of being in each other's arms. So mark your calendars and join us for a transformative weekend at the Love Wins Conference. Ignite the passion, deepen the connection, and build a love that will stand the test of time. Reserve your spot today and invest in your marriage so you too can say, Love, love Wins. Right. You know, so shout out to the parent that kind of tried, it doesn't matter if it was Catholicism, try to at least right. give you yeah. a no of. For sure. You know that, what I'm saying? A, that's actually what comes to mind for me hearing everyone's stories because I was similar to you, you know, growing up in church and a little bit, you know, like you were sharing with me. What's the Beaver Cleaver? Like, uh, I've in, never heard in, that in, term. Yeah, but, it's, um, a, it's a show. Oh, it's you're a show. Oh, okay. What would be the woman? This is a generational thing. Yeah, what would be the woman? I was like, oops. Is there a woman Beaver Cleaver? A little house on the prairie. Little house on the prairie. Little house on the prairie. Do you know that one? Uh, yeah, like the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna show you one today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, but I also, when we're talking about deliverance being a process, that's what mm. really brought me yes. back yes. to it. Because even growing up in church, in Christ, you know, in a home where we prayed every single night in the living room, you know, all the wow. plaques and all the scriptures everywhere that you could find, um, you know, when I stepped away, it was the I don't know if I can say deliverance. I'm not going to speak for my mom, right? But, you know, growing up, she was very traditional. And so if we saw someone tatted up, right, it's like, hey, lock your doors or, hey, be careful with this person or all of that, right? And then, you know, fast forward to me being 20 years old, being in the world, my mom's still believing for us. And then she actually started coming to get wrapped before mm. me. And so the guys from the church helped my family in a tough situation where my sister's husband left her. So she had to move in with a newborn wow. to our three bedroom apartment. And so I'm walking in, you know, I, I'm not living in Christ. I walk into our apartment and there's like three, four tatted up dudes in our living room. And <laughs> in the moment, and even though I didn't really like articulate it in the in that moment but I know in the process was like these are people that maybe 10 years ago my mom would have been like hey you know be careful yes. but here these are people that she has embraced wow. and called on for help yes. and you know seen as brothers and then came in to help her my you know God. minister to her daughter who stepped away and wow. that's how I came wow. here that's so wild, even wow. seeing my parents grow in their you know deliverance mm -hmm. of like you know what it, it doesn't matter you don't have to look this way or anything mm -hmm. like that but they've grown and they They've matured and taught me. And so now, I mean, I never left since then. And it's been almost 10 years. Yeah, well, and now so, you're married in. So you're like, yeah, that's you're too. You can't leave. Yeah. 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 That's too. That's too. <laughs> Mark was laughing at you over there. He's like, yeah, you sure did. But you know, a few years ago, um, God was 
doing a cleaning without going on, on, on into the big story. Yeah. A cleaning me, even physically, right? And so I was talking to uh, a preacher friend of mine who's in the Philippines, and I'm telling him about it, and he was like, man, he says, you are a mess. And I said, dude, you are too. You just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. And so sometimes those that have grown up and, you know, they did good in school and they were beaver cleavers and they went to, yeah. you know, to college, they got degrees. and They don't really realize, or Christians don't realize you're just as much a mess. It just looks different. Right. Yeah. You mm-hmm. need healing too. Oh, yeah. You need deliverance too. Well, you the struggle truth, that I so. find, you know, because I still have some friends who don't believe in Christ, but um, they don't, you know, struggle with alcohol or drugs or anything like right. that. They're not mm-hmm. cheating on their spouses. Right. They're what you would say good people. Good people. Morals, right. morals. I feel right. like morals, that right. part of that actually is how I view what you guys view of like people in prison, right? That's my where I'm like, you're incarcerated where you're at because you feel like there's nothing lacking. You feel as though right. there's nothing yes. wrong with your life. There's nothing exactly. that you right. need, you yes. know? That's and good. so it's in those moments for me that's like, okay, Lord, you're working in different ways, right? Maybe it's when they have a baby, you know, or maybe it's whenever a family member passes away or whatever, right? But um, like you said, it, it doesn't take a whole lot, but even those people need Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and you don't need to have like some sort of, you know, incarcerated story or right. you know, drug addiction or anything like that. We we need him just as much as somebody who's addicted or on drugs, you know? Yeah, I, I think like when I when I was hearing you speak right now and I think of the guy, you know, that's going to go through the camel's eye, you know, the, the rich man. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think that guy is sitting in a big house with millions and millions of dollars. But in America, we're rich. Right. Uh, I'm, yeah. Even if you're right. the one that Absolutely. thinks like, well, yeah, I'm not yeah. that rich. So I, yeah. I think of that scripture just as the guy that's fu- fully satisfied and needs nothing. Yes. Right? Like, yes. I'm good is yeah. kind of what you're saying, right? I feel like that guy's a rich man too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. It's not just like, the, oh, I'm not rich like that. No, yeah. it's hard for you to get through there because you don't see a lack or right. you don't think right. you're weak in any area. You actually think that you can do it in your own strength. Mm-hmm. You're not dependent upon Jesus. It's yeah. He's the flip, right? So yeah. when I think, I'm like, okay, it's in your weakness you're made right. strong. Like, it's always mm-hmm. the flip. And I think a lot of times when you have, like, things or you know you feel like i'm fulfilled even though you have this giant hole because you always wind up back in your mess or you always wind up because even when you have it you wind up in a place where you're like oh my life right and then you're good for a little bit and then oh my life that's just insanity that's insanity roller coaster yeah Yeah, absolutely you know we we know that god brought us here today and um we just watched a movie you know god speaks to me in these these ways. Oh, me too. We just like watched it. a movie this past week, and it was on World War Two, and yeah. the Japanese had this uh, prisoner of war camp yeah. in the in the Philippines, yeah. and so the, they were also the enemy um, of the Philippines and the Americans, and they had the Americans were the ones in the prisoner of war camp. Okay. okay. So in this in this war camp, it was mostly those who were absolutely diseased, uh, legs blown off. Um, you know, they were sickly, they were starving, they were, they were dying. Mm. The ones that were able-bodied were sent to other work camps. And so this was a, I mean, this prisoner of war camp was really, they needed rescue. Yeah. Right? They needed rescue so bad. And so the Americans, there was a group of them, a company that was going to go do it. But just in the moment that they were going to go do it, the Japanese reinforced with uh, several hundred more soldiers and they were setting up things to blow up and uh, to burn the camp down the order yeah. had been given yeah. kill these mm. these are done the kill order kill them and so now they couldn't go in they were they were going to be able to go in and rescue by themselves their company but now there was too many of the enemy mm. and and it was such that they were going to have to carry men out 
And so they then got the idea, well, let's, let's go and let's hook up with the Filipinos. Yes. Because the the, it's their enemy too, yeah. right? Mm. They're not just against us. And so they, they hooked up their companies. And, and we, we absolutely know that that's what God did here today. Yes, come on. That God said, go, call this, this is real, pastor, and, and have, hook up your companies. Mm-hmm. Because yes. that's mm. the enemy. It's, it's our enemy. It's your enemy. Yeah. It's the enemy of the prisoner. Yeah. And, and so y- you had an example you told me as I was telling you about it. Yeah, yeah. So for, first I want to read the scripture real yeah. quick. It's in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Mm, I Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you've been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Mm. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you've been called to a glorious hope for the future. And... Then I have to read this scripture real quick so you no, understand the story. You're good. First Corinthians one ten. I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions in the church. Amen. Rather be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. And in King James Version, the King Jimmy as I call it, King it Jimmy. says that you all speak the same thing. Come on. Yeah. So God gave her this example about that movie we watched, um, which is a hundred percent true story of yeah. what's called the Great Raid in Cabana Twan. POW camp and the end of World War II. What God gave me is about D-Day. So for those of you who aren't history nerds like me, because I love geek out on history, I love history. Uh, So D-Day was when the Allied powers were going to take on Fortress Europe, Nazi Germany. Hitler had been covering all of Europe for three or four years. He had made it into a complete fortress. Like all the Allies were in England and they had to get to Europe on the coast of France to be able to go to Germany and take out the enemy completely, right? But he had years, the enemy, to prepare because he knew this onslaught was coming. So he had made it into a fortress with 1,500 concrete bunkers, 300,000 soldiers, mortars, artillery, machine gun nests everywhere, tanks back behind the line. So they were ready. If you try and come take back this property, then we're going to fight you. We're going to take you out. And so June 6, 1944 was D-Day. But what happened that we want to talk about is June 5th. What happened right before D-Day? Mm. So on the plan was we can't defeat Fortress Europe and Hitler's Germany by taking it just head on. We've got to get behind the lines. Come on. So they came up with a plan to land about 15,000 soldiers behind the lines, which is not much when you remember there's 300,000 Germans right there on the coast. But they were going to land 15,000 paratroopers back behind the enemy's line so they can work back. And so they're landing on the beach, and then they're coming back from inside the enemy's territory, right? So it's amazing. Now, all kinds of problems happen. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. So it was bad weather that night. They had to do it in the middle of the night, obviously, because if you're landing 15,000 paratroopers in the middle of the day, they're just like, you know, shoot and killing. So bad weather came. They got scattered from their companies. Like this one plane got shot down. These other guys, they landed in trees. The weather blew them off course. And so they were all dispersed and scattered back behind the enemy lines. But they told them, this is war. War is hell. Expect bad things to happen. You're going to get separated from your company. So what you have to do is you got to speak the same language like God is telling us. you got to speak the same language. And so they came up with a little, it looked like a toy that yeah. a little child would have. 
uh, some people called it a cricket or a clicker. And so they had these clickers and they gave them to all the soldiers and they said, when you land, you're going to be behind enemy lines. You don't know who's friend or foe on the other side of that hedgerow. You don't know who's in that building over there. So click one time. If you hear two clicks in response, that's a friend. If you don't hear anything, grab your gun, <laughs> lock and that's load, right? Fire. If they they dropped their clicker or they lost their clicker, because many of the men lost their heavy bag that had all their equipment. So they're walking around, and uh, this story is made famous by the HBO series called Band of Brothers. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I strongly recommend it. It's very factually accurate, and it's about – this is where it started. And that that series focused on Easy Company as a 101st Airborne Division, uh, which is one of the most famous companies in the military. And these guys, they this one captain, he landed. He didn't have his gun, so he's walking around trying to find a gun on a dead body. This other dude had the radio, but the radio wasn't working. But they had their clickers. Come on. And so they're walking around, they clicking, and slowly they're gathering this little group together. Are you from my company? No. Well, come on. You know, we're both Americans. That's right. You know, I don't care if you're from my company or not. We're on the same side. We're fighting the same enemy. So so let's link up. Mm -hmm. And so when Eve told me that we were going to come and meet you and be on your podcast, God said, link up. Right. Okay. So, so prisoners of war. Yeah. So the this is so getting now, really good. Listen. I feel like I'm watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like we have yeah. all we have all been prisoners of war. I mean, life has happened, and we have been bound in our minds and our bodies, and and and, and the ultimate prisoners of war, which we're both trying to reach, yeah. is yes. behind that enemy ter- territory. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, so what what has had to happen? I thought it was so cool in in the devotion before we started today with you yes. guys. Um. And I, I was. Like, like, <laughs> keep quiet, Eve. You're t- saying too much, right? But, but, the, okay. So they they parasailed in, which is just what happened in Israel. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. They parasailed in to be behind the enemy lines, and she was talking about um, how Stephanie she went to jail, innocent, um, uh, on yeah. something. She parasailed well, behind enemy well, lines. Well, maybe. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You know? You know what I'm saying? She yeah. was parasailing behind enemy lines and was able to minister somebody face-to-face. God mm. parasailed you in. We need to get you locked up again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> there are people in, let's, in prison who are innocent. Yeah. There yeah. are people in prison who are, are, they should be free. They have totally. God in a big totally. way, but they've been set off again. Yeah. You know, but God has a plan. Yes. So they're parasailed into sex. They're parasailed into G5 to G4. They're mm-hmm. parasailed into LWOPs. They're parasailed all over these prisons, mm-hmm. and they're not out, and they're upset. I'm Christian, and I'm living this, and why am I not out? Because you're behind the enemy lines. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we're coming in as those Americans that were coming to save them, but we ain't got time to wait, and we need you to work from the inside and work your way out while we're working our way in, Come and on. we're going to defeat this thing. That's well, yeah, you know, yeah? I, I, I'm hearing you talk, and then you're, you're like, like you know I want to like I don't know if I want to dance you know because I get excited about this stuff the the way I use that analogy to show you our hearts are linked is that I always tell people I go look when I used to go into the prisons I go you think that when you're going to walk out the door you're going to be free but you were incarcerated before you got incarcerated in the way that you thought I said now when you look at the Bible he took Moses Mm -hmm. who was exactly one of them like us right and he actually puts him in a palace now I I think it was all part of the plan you know I think we read the thing and I think God was like okay I'm gonna put him in the palace so he could have some palace thinking because he's exactly like them but yes. remember Come these on. people were praying right. but he, he he didn't even speak to them because if he spoke yes. to them they wouldn't have probably believed and I and I'm hearing y'all talking and, and I'm thinking okay
okay, so he sends Moses, but Pallas thinking he sends him in there to get him out. Somebody, you know, I, I never thought it this far, but now I'm starting to think when you're talking, I was like, man, because he goes there, right? And he's got to say, hey, you guys are really free. I'm one of y'all. You know, uh, this is what we're doing, right? Like, yeah. you guys are really free. Like, you're not free because you want to be, but listen to me. And so I wonder if maybe one guy there had a like, right? Because they were probably looking at each other and going, you think we're really free, right? Like, they're, yeah. they're not all just right. going to be like, right. let my people go. Yeah. He goes there. Okay, guys, let's go. They're like, go where? Yeah, right. right? They're all slave minded. Yeah. So there had to be a couple guys. There had to be somebody that was like, yes. you think he's right? Yeah. And yeah. I feel right. like that's Come who you're on. talking to Come right on, now. Man. You're talking yes. to somebody that maybe like the whole prison don't believe it. But we need one person to say yeah. like, you think they're right? Like yeah, you think right. like actually God is speaking to me today? Come on. That yeah. might convince another person because then what if me and Stephanie are talking and she's like, you think it's right? And I go, yeah, I think it's right. But Stephanie, trust what I say. So then she's like, all right, then there's two of us. And then yeah. right. we go Come find on. two Come more. On. And then there's yeah. six. Yeah. And then link there's up. eight. Yes. And then link up. Yes, yes. link up. Yeah. Yes. When yeah. you were talking about the enemy lines, I even think of, even though we're, we were talking about the believers that are incarcerated or the ones who are innocent, I think of even, even if you're incarcerated rightly, right, or justly so, then <laughs> I feel like the transformation yeah. that happens frees then the people who are free, your family, your children, you Absolutely. know your parents and all of that and so it's kind of like a double yeah. you know yeah. uh, attack there because there is so much power whenever we see families we had um somebody come in angie the second time and her husband is on death row and she's mm. like i've i've never set foot into a church because you know i just don't feel right. at place there and so she met through kairos uh one of the roxanne one of the people on our children on our uh, prison ministry and it's just seeing those families that are impacted that even though their family member or their spouse is incarcerated they're out here but they also feel incarcerated and so mm. then giving you giving them hope that you know what we are fighting the good fight together even Amen. though we are not in the same room gives them hope to say you know what I, i'm not by myself i have a band of yeah, brothers there are on. other yeah. people with me that are believing and fighting for the same thing and so even if i don't ever see you again in this life i know that there is an impact that i can have in the community that i'm around mm. when you get plugged in and yeah. you find that you know and so for stuff. me it was really yeah. cool Amen. so you know the yeah. cave of adullam right yeah come on it, you know so david left gath and First Samuel 22, and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Soon his brothers and all other relatives joined him there. Then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debt, who, who were discontent or just discontented until David was the captain of, of about 400 men. And so if you're discontented, so I want to I want to bring it down like we always do, right, to to who, who how it applies to you. Mm -hmm. Because divided brothers some have dropped the flag and some are still keeping the flag um and are trying to serve god um you know where that gets you in trouble of course is when they call on you to take the fight or something like that you know but um <laughs> you know you, you got tangos and, and mexican yeah, mafia totally. and bloods and mandigo yeah. warriors and aryan brotherhood aryan circle or out here um, Baptist, solos, Pentecostal. right yeah and so so <laughs> I mean, are, are people in there you've got to stop dividing yourselves and and really are you discontented is the same enemy the devil um the enemy of the Aryan brotherhood that's the enemy of those that call themselves tango is those that are solos or, or whoever yeah we're fighting the same enemy yeah. so if we keep fighting each other right. we're never going to win never mm -hmm. and so let's drop that stuff right yeah. and let's get to god and let's unite and force and then we're going to see something happen yeah, yeah. it's really Amen. good
Yeah. Amen. You know, uh, the, the, the clicker thing, I'll just bring it back to that real quick because it says we should all speak the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so 1 Corinthians 2, 2, it says, I made up my mind not to think about anything except Christ and him crucified. Okay. And in that great raid movie is interesting, because, and I'm sure this is historically true also, when the uh, U.S. Army soldiers, they were U.S. Army Rangers, realized that they were vastly outnumbered. The general that was over them did not trust the Filipinos because they didn't go through the same training we did. I've, I, I haven't worked mm. with them before. Uh, you know, they, they don't come, come from where we come from, so I'm not sure we should use them. But when the reinforcements came, he was like, I think we better do this, you know, because when you get in the middle of the war, Come you on. realize we cannot yeah. win divided. Okay, and that's the yeah. thing because because so many people are building their own kingdom. Right. Yes. Come on. Right. And right. and claiming they're building the kingdom of God, but they came out of denominations, they came out of churches because they were like, I don't like the way to do things. Now they're doing yeah. the same thing in a yeah. getaway, right? And so now they're building their <laughs> kingdom. And unless you're part of my group, then you ain't gonna do nothing with us. Where we'll do that ourselves, you know. We have got to join forces because no person, no denomination, no church is that strong that's bad come experience the love that will change your life every sunday at get rap church visit us at 23221 alden westfield road in spring texas 77373 for three services at 9 a.m 10 15 a.m and 12 p.m not in houston not a problem join us for our online service from anywhere in the world by downloading our free get rap tv app or by visiting get rap church's youtube channel also, be sure to check us out at Get Rap People on all social media platforms to stay up to date on everything happening at Get Rap Church. That's we yeah. need the body of Christ. Yeah. And we all have these very different gifts and what we call yes. superpowers yeah. totally. that we Come need on. to unite. Totally. Yeah, to because we're, we're a body amongst the body, right? Because sometimes yeah. I think when we think like, let's say, get wrapped, right? We're like, okay, you guys, we're part of the body. So in that body, somebody's like, I'm an eye, I'm an ear, right? right. Okay. But if you look at big C, right? Yeah. Like Come on. the church, then yeah. you're part of the body. You're, you might yeah. be one whole Right. Toenail <laughs> in, in, right. the, in the body, yeah. in the yeah. body of yeah. Christ. Absolutely. Yes. And I think we forget that. I think we gotten pretty good at like, mm. hey, you know, now obviously we're on this tangent of gifts and running around and pursuing all that, you know, but the, the truth is that we, I think, sometimes forgotten that capital C, mm-hmm. your whole church is part of the body. And right. it ain't yes. like, you know, yes. or maybe the three eyes are a little tiny piece of the puzzle of like this. 100 yeah. million piece puzzle that is probably part of the eye with another eye yeah. in all the other churches. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. I think it's a and big And we do thing tend like to be drawn to what we are. So mm-hmm. like just this weekend, right, Chris was reunited with some family he hadn't seen. Hold and, up, Chris. Uh, so he goes to his sister's house and he meets his nephew that's now older and he's like, he's like, he's so great. He's just like me. Right? <laughs> you know, see how? Yeah. See? Because we think we're pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so he's like, yeah. I said, oh, how? He's like, well, yeah. he talks about politics. He talks about this. He talks about that. Long. Techie, techie guy. Right? So so we think we're pretty great, you know? And I always tell people that you don't, you don't know you're like that, but then you go meet somebody and you come home and you're like, honey, I met the greatest person today. And you're like, oh, how? She's just like me, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. she's 28, I'm 28. Yeah. We both have two kids. We both are married yeah. to Mexicans. We both, this, you know, <laughs> we think we're pretty great. So a yeah. church is that way. Yes. So I know churches that like somebody adopted a child, then they all adopt children. Yeah. The whole church is adopting, right? Yeah, no, totally. And so, yeah, so they do that. That's that's the church that adopts children. Yeah. Then there's another church that goes to prison ministry. There's another church. So we need each other. Yeah, yeah totally. Yes. Totally. You know? Even, even like, like before, for me, before even the unity, it's just embracing the differences, yes. right? We need because it. it would be wild yeah. if, you know, when Pastor Juan uses the analogy of our actual body, right? It'd be mm-hmm. wild if we were a hand and then we want everyone to be a hand. That ain't yeah. a body. Yeah. That's like a freaking nature. Yeah, that's, you know? yeah. 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 So like, that's it's weird. Like, it's why thin. not even embrace, Creepy. like, oh, 
wow, that's awesome that you guys are all about adopting. Oh, wow, that's awesome that yeah. you guys yeah. are all about, right. you know, missions in Africa. Oh, that's uh-huh. amazing. You yes, guys are all on. about prison ministry. Yes. It's just before we can even get to unity, can we just embrace like what Come God on. called well, each yeah. other? Even like when you look at marriage, like you see God even in the marriage. That's why it's always utilized, right? I like to yeah. talk about that a lot because yes. I, I just feel like you're, you're you're a reflection of your salvation, right? Your marriage because you got two totally. Look at right here. Yeah. You got a lawyer that never did anything wrong, yeah, yeah. ish, right? Because he did things wrong. It just yeah. wasn't right. the way yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. Right. And then you have her who did like wow, you know, yeah. right? She's like, it's like it's like Vaughn and Ruthie. It's like Vaughn and Ruthie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's like chill you know like you need, <laughs> hey come That's on right. come on and so what happens is that until me and ruthie actually found purpose in 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 both of our parts mm-hmm. come uh, on we we didn't have a good marriage now let's translate that over to the body and you know you've heard me say this a lot so you have a hand and a foot now the foot he's he's excited today he's yeah. like you know what i'm gonna go in a shoe and yeah. the hand is like what <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm grabbing a sandwich yeah. and so Grabbing a sandwich, well, that sucks. You know, yeah. I got I got Nike Air Force Ones. And so yeah. we start arguing. Yeah. And this is not going to work until the right. foot says, hey, I got to get you to the bacon. Yeah, right. Right? right. And then the mouth is like, I'm about, you know, yeah. when it collectively all comes together. Come because Come these things think so different. And you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because the hand without the wrist is nothing. And the hand without the foot and the yes. eye without the ear. Come like, on. Come on. But, but since we're so caught up in like... Man, I love eyes. And you're like, I'm an eye too. And we're like, all right, we don't need anybody else. We just want to see everything. Eyes are the best. Yeah, yeah you have this one eye yeah. sitting there and it sees the bacon and it's like, all right, um, let's get that. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. I can't even say that. I just thought that. Who's going to say that? Is the rest of the body going to get the That's bacon? Right. Yeah, so it's on. so needed. Could yes. you imagine if your eye was the only thing that made yes. a decision today? It'd just be like yes. in bed like... You know? I, yeah. I don't know if you shared it in devotional or uh, about the race, right? Yeah, I was just fixing yeah. to share that. So, you know, I mean, people, okay, so Look we both do prison ministry. We're both pastors. Yeah. We both, you know, have an well, app we both on have, Pando, This is right? real and this is so, uh, real So vida. a human fleshly way of thinking is like, well, y'all should be competing, right? Because no, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. We're not two different race car drivers mm-hmm. on the NASCAR track mm-hmm. and we're racing, see who can cross the finish yeah, line right. first. We're right. just a pit crew. The driver is coming in mm-hmm. for a pit stop and mm-hmm. you got the wheels and I got the gas and she's going to check the, you know, the yeah, engine yeah, yeah, or whatever. Totally. We all got different totally. jobs, but we're trying to get this engine so and, we can and get and back we support, on the road. And our team works out where there's six of us. And when we go in, um, you know, whoever's speaking, he might be speaking, me, Carl might be speaking, Andy or Sam or whatever, whoever's up there, that's who, that's, that's who we're going to change the tires on. That's right. who we're yes. going to support. We're going to pray for, we're going to uphold. And that's how it is, you know? Yes. And so like, like I said to you, does, is that on video? Can I have a copy of <laughs> yeah, that? Absolutely. You know, because if you're not going to put it up, I'm yeah, putting yeah, it yeah. up. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And we're putting it up in both spots. Man. Yeah, come on. Yeah. We're on the same team. Everybody needs to watch that testimony that happened yesterday that was just amazing you know and that's what we need to be doing as the body of christ and Mm. so it's it's not as often that unfortunately um you Mm. you find that you know Mm. it's what you just said uh you know of it's the flesh yeah it's the human side of us that wants to say oh well we can't do it that way because it's going to be a competition or why need to be the better one at that and we have to do this and so it's like where are we filtering that in our word and our relationship with christ of like no, you know what? Let's come alongside or, you know, right. celebrate. If somebody's doing better than you, celebrate that. Yeah. Because, again, Absolutely. we have the common em- enemy. Yeah, that's that's the verse you read earlier. Yeah, I, I believe if we're going to be like straight up real, right? Real be that and real. This is real is is the fact that if you have Jesus, let's say this is Jesus. 
and I, I'll do this a million times, you know, because I, I just, so, and we're all here, you know, you're this person, this person. And now I want you to grab your pen and I want you to like come to Jesus, go, go to mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. This is where you're gonna be. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of times when we have problems like that is because there are people who have a form, right? The, the, the spirit of Christ is not in them because if not, you wouldn't be trying to divide everything. Right. That's not right. what Jesus does. If right. we all in this room put this table as Jesus, we even if we walked away for a little bit, and the minute somebody tells you like, "Hey, you know that was wrong," like, yeah, yeah. like you'd wind up back to Jesus. That's why reconciliation right. is for the believer, yes. right? Not just forgiveness, because we say, "Oh, we can forgive without reconciling." Not for the believer. For the yeah. believer, there's reconciliation. If you have two believers, you're always going to reconcile because you're always going to go to Jesus. On, now, we start creating all these little things yeah. so that we don't have to. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, if the other person is not a believer, forgiveness, yeah, more for you so you don't, you know, die of, bleh, but <laughs> then, but the other person, yeah. um, you know, they don't have Jesus. So you can't expect them to wind up here. Right. Yeah. Right. They just kind of go away. And I think like, how good would it be if we always thought like, oh, you know, let's, you know, uh, let's say we're hands and your feet and you're like thinking, oh, that hand might need a glove. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, they're a foot. They only have, you know, <laughs> let's go put on this shoe for them because yeah, your awesome. hand, you know, it would yeah. be incredible because we yeah. would all get better at what we do because yeah. we need each other. Right. There's the first thing I said uh, to Chris. Right. I was like, hey, make sure you get with Marco and make sure they have a conversation and all that so that maybe he can learn things from you and you can learn things from him. Yes. Yes. And then I go, maybe 100%. when we go over there, you go over there and you could see because the truth is that there's something that he knows that probably he don't know and there might be one little thing that's gonna like make y'all so much better. Then we're gonna be like, did you think of like turning it this way? You know, yeah. like I'm using a bad example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know all their lingo, you know. <laughs> like, I see this one little, you get what I'm saying? And then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. That guy becomes Come so on. good at what he does Increase. because he was missing one little right. thing. Did you think yeah. about this? Or did you think, you know, I think one we all have that. One will put 1,000 to flight. Oh, yeah. Two will put 10,000 to flight. Exponential I, increase. Yes. I, I believe like you, Jesus did this. God did this. And then everybody, the whole world got a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. To cook. And so un, until you meet, you know, because mm -hmm. they say those divine appointments, like that doesn't yeah. become complete. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't give it to you all, or to you, or to me, or to, because right. we right. would be selfish. Right. We'd yeah. be right. like, yeah. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yes, Jesus. That's For so sure. good. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So, um, any final words? I know you guys been sharing about unity. Any final words you would like to tell people? Any, anything that's in your heart that you would like to share? Uh, to put a little bow on it, and then we'll go to you, and then we'll close it up. Amen. Yeah. I'm just yeah. hoping you guys are grasping this because you know, you know, um, I I deal with it. I, I deal with a lot more when I go in the unit because I know my I know the room. Yeah, I can see who's in it. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, there's a lot of division in the body of Christ, and that's the plan of the enemy. That's his trick. You know, mm. so I hope that you're really grasping what you're hearing today. That we are all fighting a battle, and in that battle that we talked about, there was no more time left. Mm -hmm. The right. kill order had gone out. Yes. And there are those that are in this POW camp that need to be carried. Mm. So instead of you looking down on that, well, he can get up. I got up, you know. Um, there are those who are so incapacitated mm. by life, by the things that have happened, by the mm. things that have, are happening in there. Because prison ain't the same for everybody. I mean, you yeah. go in, you're big, you're strong, you know. Um, you're not going to get as much, right? You go in little, you go in young. Um, depending on the unit you're in, de depending on the side you're on, you're on the north side, you're on the south side, or you're on B side, or you're on the general population, or you're LOP, or you know LWOP, or whatever you are, G5. Yeah. It's yeah. a different world everywhere you go. Yeah. And so, you know, those of you that are strong, lift up your brothers that are weak. 
Yeah. Look around yeah. you. Nobody should be friendless. Nobody should be lonely. Nobody. And, and you're yeah. speaking yeah. so loudly, even to the people that, you know, because I know sometimes we're always like the guys behind the walls, right? But there's these bars. I mean, I know people out here that are so locked up. That yeah. I, I mean, yes. I recognize it. I've been locked yes. up. You know, when you've been locked yeah. up, you know who's locked up. <laughs> you're like, right. you're locked up. You know, when you're yeah. free, right. you yes. also know when you're free. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. people are like, I'm free. I'm like, no, you're kind of you're kind of locked up. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same yeah. mentality. Tell your life. It's the same mentality. Yeah. So everything you're saying, even though we're talking gangs and all stuff, you could, whatever it is that is causing you to lose Come perspective on. of what is actually true. Yeah. Right. Right? It could have yes. been like your upbringing. Like, I hear your story and... Um, I, I think to myself, you know, I want to ask you basically too. like, we want to thank all of our partners who support us because of you. This is real has a tremendous reach from Houston to Galveston and up to the Austin area. This show reaches over 100 prisons nationwide with over 500,000 inmates tuning in weekly to hear the good news through our radio show and the Pando app. To partner with us, visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free Get Rap. What are some of the lies you had to deal with? I think you were talking about unworthiness and all that because I feel like oh, out yeah. here, let's say, let's say you've never been incarcerated, mm -hmm. but you go through something, yeah. and you know we call it traumatic, or you know I, the the lie is uh, the, to contradict the truth, but when you actually believe the lie, it's deception, right? So now you're yeah. you're deceived, right? And we think, oh, you know, if you're deceived, that that's just exactly what it means, mm -hmm. right? You're not just operating on a lie; you're, you're literally deceived. You're blind, right? So. To say like, oh, I could see somebody usually has to be like, hey, did you know you had a little bit of <laughs> or a message, somebody that was sent and yeah. you start talking about it and they go, that's me. And then mm -hmm. they have this opportunity yes. to receive truth. Right. Which is what yeah. we saw yesterday when yeah. people like the guy with the tats and all that. He's like, you know, Jesus speaks to him and he's like, whoa, man, maybe this is exactly what I wanted to do today. Yeah. You know, and awesome. so he realizes this is true. I feel like that ha everything you're saying to the people that are incarcerated also applies out here. Mm -hmm. yes. And I think a lot of times we allow that deception to lead us. And so then we come to church and we act exactly like we would in the world. What's the thing you always say about the world? You're like, oh, we, we come. If you, if you did it that way in the world, why would you try to come do it in Christ? Yeah, right. because you, you're you trying know. to leave. But you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to leave the world, right? So maybe right. somebody's telling you, hey, do this, right? What, what was some things that you can pinpoint according to that, right? Like where you were maybe deceived and the enemy was saying things to mm -hmm. you according to that, that you had to actually say, well, wait a minute, that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. So that right. you, because if not, it would have been, he would have yeah. been like, help her, you know? Which yeah. probably was a season, right? There's probably like little seasons of stuff. And oh, the spirit of rejection, you know, that, yeah. that I carried so heavy uh, that I didn't deserve more, that I was unworthy of love. Um, I mean, it even carried in in the marriage. Yeah, I know yeah. it does. That's why. Um, this, I mean, I know this is it's going to be shocking to some people, and and we've had a very good marriage. He's the best husband in the whole world. Um, but for seventeen years. How long have you guys okay, been married? Twenty five years. Twenty five. Oh, for seventeen years, I um, mean, you know, he's a lawyer. He goes every day. There's a law day. Every every year, there's a law day. So the the lawyers and somebody speaks, usually a judge or something. Um, all the the lawyers come to this banquet, a lunch banquet. Come on. Once a year. Well, he's so busy, right, that he'd forget to tell me. He forgets everything. And, um, and so he would have one of his girls' secretaries call me. And they say, uh, Jeremy wants to know if you're coming to, law, to, to the banquet. I'm like, what banquet? Well, it's law day today. I'm like, no. I mean, if he wouldn't want me to go, he would ask me. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be going, right? And, um, and then I was even more annoyed that the girl was calling me. Like, I, I tried to talk to you, you know? Um, you ain't my husband. Um, so, and it was really weird, right? I wasn't mad at him later um, or anything like that. We didn't even talk about it, but I'm not going to go unless he invites me. 
I would not. He unless he invited me to, to so lunch, good. I wouldn't go. Because I I I I just have feel rejection still. Yeah, the lens, how? that was your lens. How yeah. like how how did I feel rejection that long? You know, mm -hmm. seventeen years. Yeah, for many many years of our marriage, I was so used to being alone. The solitude of my life is indescribable. I tell the guys in there, I lived a seg life. I was alone. It's it's indescribable, truly without one person to talk to ever through my whole teenage years so so that was so hard to overcome when I was going through something even as a minister as a Christian as a wife with to the best husband in the world I would go in my room and shut myself in I might be shut in my room almost entirely for entire weeks and weeks until I felt I got through it enough I couldn't let him in mm. I had to do it myself. And so it was so freeing to finally start talking. There's so many things that my husband never knew, still stuff he still finds out in my sermon. I'm talking to somebody, so it comes out in an example, and he's like, whoa, I didn't know that, you know? Um, so many things, you know? So that was probably my biggest thing. And then you ain't gonna get one over on me. Um, I watched, I'm the youngest of six, I watched things and I thought, okay, that's not going to happen to me, you know. You may be six foot tall, but I'm going to win how I have to in a fight. I'm going to have my razor blade in my ring, I'm going to have my steel toe boots, I'm going to fight you every day until I knock you out to my satisfaction, you know, because you ain't doing that to me. You ain't going to call me a name in front of, I couldn't back down. I couldn't back down, so I was in trouble all the time because... Um, you know, first they want to pick on me because I was little and I was quiet. And then I was like, oh, no, this was the wrong Mexican you chose. Um, and then after a while, I got this, you know, reputation for being the fighter. And so now they want to fight me because another girl wanted to fight. I'm the tough one. She wants to be the tough one. Um, and so it was a hell life, you know. Um, I couldn't back down. And I know that that's what so many are dealing with behind those bars is you were so used to your pride of, like, I, I can't back down. I can't let this one go. I can't let somebody call me a name. It was only my senior year, my last fight um, that I had physically. There was a girl that was on the football, the guys' football team. Mm. I'm 80 pounds. It she's was happening 180. back then, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm 80 pounds. She's 180, and um, she was good. You know, she was she was tall. She was good at, at football. You know, beat guys up, stuff like that. And she wanted to fight me, and I let her get away with more than I had ever let anybody get away with. Besides, I was tired of it. I was tired of that, and I was trying to do well. And then she came and grabbed my shirt and slammed me on the. We had government together and slammed me on the chalkboard, broke my necklace. Come, I jumped on top of that desk as fast as I could and just start, you know, yeah. on her face. You know, she looked like she hit a truck. I was like, wow, I did that, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, You're I like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't let this size fool you. But um, I couldn't back down, you know, and, and I've learned, you know, you don't, you don't have to answer to everything. I've been telling our guys, you don't have to answer to everything. Mm -hmm. Somebody can call you a name. Somebody can think something. It's okay. Mm. Let it roll off, you know. It ain't worth it. There's a guy... Um, in an ad seg that's been an ad seg over 20 years of solitary confinement and um he's like what i wouldn't give now to go to the chapel what i wouldn't give now for somebody to make fun of me that i'm a christian what i wouldn't give now for somebody to say you're using that jesus crutch he said now I, it wouldn't matter but so it took good. me 20 years in a coffin a, basically you're buried alive many men over 20 years one day is too much and so that's deep yeah 
That's good stuff. Okay. I want you to have a final thought, but I want you to speak into that because the, I want to hear the flip side of like when she's going through all this rejection, uh, right? Like right. Mm -hmm. what's the flip side of that? Poor honey. <laughs> well, I mean, I obviously I didn't understand it at first. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a time probably where it hurt my feelings that yeah, totally. she couldn't share with me because I'm her husband. I love her more than anything. Yeah. And I want her to share with me mm -hmm. what's going on so I can so I can do something maybe, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so it, it, it took a while before I gained really the, the, the wisdom to understand, yeah. um, you know, and now I, I do understand. Totally. And there's times where I, and I say, no, I'm not going to ask because I know her and she's going to, she's going to share it with me when she's able to share it with me. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing in 25 years and now it's 26 years of being together, uh, you know, almost 26 years of marriage. And so, you know, you're still learning, you're still growing. Amen. Uh, it's the most beautiful thing uh, in my life. And it is the thing that I've learned the most about my relationship with God and his love for us mm -hmm. is through marriage. Um, you know, it's beautiful. That's so awesome. we, we appreciate so much you inviting us to be here. I just want to say this real quick. I, I believe this shame the devil. Yeah. When you, can you snap? Snap once. So those are our clickers, right? You snap once, I click back, right? We've just linked up. Come on. Mm. And so we're not from the same neighborhood. We, Stephanie, don't, we hadn't snap, had the exact the same. same snap. Come on. <laughs> My might not be as loud. Hey, well, I, I would say hey, historically, if they lost their clicker, they'd say thunder, and the other one would say lightning. lightning. Uh, so that's, that's part of it, you know, whether you got a clicker or not. But we're not from the same neighborhood. We hadn't lived the same life, but we have the same purpose. We're on the same on. army. Same we're fighting God. the same enemy. Uh, and I believe that the multiplication of both of our Amen. ministries just by linking up uh, and not buying into the world's way of thinking mm -hmm. like we've been talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. that we're going to increase. We're going to see we're going to see the kingdom of God uh, advance forcefully, like That's the awesome. word says, yeah. uh, yes, because of this. So we've been talking about a lot of military yeah, yeah, power yeah. because it's a season uh, for deliverance. We're going to go and take Amen. the kingdom of the enemy back and, and let me tell you something jeremy uh you know every, we all snapped yeah but when eve had a little uh swag to her snap, yeah oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. She, you know everything I, she's I like yo she she kind of like tilted it to the side and <laughs> you know, i was like whoa wait a minute i gotta get better at my you know my snap look you know i know we just meant but everything she does she does with swag i understand you know um yes. man you guys are incredible um, you want to say a prayer uh, for whoever's yeah. listening today? 100%. Yeah, because this is a great yeah. opportunity. Maybe somebody was listening to stuff, and I know on the panda we always get to see uh, who accepted Christ. And, you yeah, know, I was thinking about awesome. the other day. I was like, man, you know, we got to put that forth a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and uh, what a great opportunity that maybe you heard something that is resonating with your soul and your spirit, man. And you're like, you know what? They were talking to me today. Yeah. Yes. And so yes. you guys uh, close it out for us. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the privilege to be here. We thank you that you're causing us to link up with other believers, mm. Lord, and that your kingdom is going to advance forcefully because of it. Lord, we just pray for everyone who's listening today, those who need healing, those who are still incarcerated, whether they're behind bars or not, God, that they're going to run uh, to freedom. They're going to run towards the light. They're going to run uh, to the water that they need. And God, I just pray that you would cause all of us to understand that there's nothing in us that qualifies or justifies or merits anything that we don't have to do anything we don't need to clean up before we get in the shower and god i just pray that you would uh cause all of your people to come out of bondage 
Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing. Lord, that you're going to bring a joy and a peace to those who are accepting you as their Savior right now. And God, that many will be delivered just hearing this program. Some delivered from uh, the spirit of rejection that's plagued them their whole life. No longer do they have to be uh, feel like everyone's going to reject them or, or, or push them away. But God, that you have received them, accepted them, that you died on the cross for their sins, that you have a, 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 such a great love and a purpose for their lives. And we just thank you for what you're doing even now in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you to all the real ones. Peace. And that's a wrap. Thank you. This is Real Family for joining us. You can be a part of the crew by following us on social media or writing us at P.O. Box 671-626, Houston, Texas 77267. And don't forget, stay real.